good day and welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today as it gripped firmly to the unshakable rock of Holy Scripture? Welcome to Holding Fast. Glad you're here today. Thanks for being in the podcast. Once again, allowing me into your life to be able to speak some of God's truth into it to help refocus your thinking. Today's podcast comes uh, courtesy of the 136th Psalm. Psalm 136 verses 1 through 3 sound like this. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Oh, give thanks unto the God of gods, for his mercy endureth forever. Oh, give thanks to the Lord of lords, for his mercy endureth forever. The more I talk to people and the more I spend time around just people on the street witnessing, inviting to church, giving them tracts, I sense... uh, 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 people that are filled with fear, people that are filled with panic over what they see. Every time they go to the gas station, it's up another 50 cents. Uh, your dollar only goes so far and the groceries cost just as much. And uh, they're predicting that there's no end in sight on that, that the inflation rate is so high. And I know that those who have no relationship with God seem at a bit of loss, uh, quite a bit of loss. Uh, They're grasping to find a reason for what's going on. They're blaming politicians. They're blaming uh, gouging and everything else. But the reality is that it is a fearful place in this world that we live in right now. We see what's happening in our land. We see what's happening around the world. Uh, And truly, I think we're in a dark day and perhaps even darker days will be ahead of us. But having said that, I want us to pause and reorient our thoughts on the Word of God today because His Word and His promises are still true despite anything that the enemy can bring against you. If you're a child of God, you can rest in absolute confidence and assurance today that those promises are true. You consider the words, uh, for instance, of Psalm 92. I love this psalm. I recommend it to you highly. Uh, the Bible says in Psalm 92, 1, it is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto thy name, O Most High. Uh, And indeed, it goes on to say, it is a good thing. In other words, the psalmist is trying to lift us above the the evil and the mundane and the the, uh, horribleness of the world that we live in. And he's trying to help us rise above that through the word of God. Uh, And we do that by dwelling on the great things that God has done. Uh, the psalmist goes on in Psalm 92.5. I'll come back to Psalm 136 in a moment, but Psalm 92.5 is just one of my favorites. But what he does is he deals with, he elaborates on God's praiseworthy actions, those things that he's worthy of our giving him thanks for. Uh, he sings in joy of the Lord's deeds towards him and towards others in the past. And he resets his brain to think that, you know what? God is faithful and merciful towards those who are his own children. His great works and his profound thoughts, Psalm 92 goes on to say, ought to cause us to not fear in a world that seems to have lost its mind. 
We live in a culture that can't even identify what a woman is or a man is for that matter. Uh, we live in a culture that is in abject rebellion to, rebellion to the living God. Uh, and we need to be reminded that God's thoughts towards us are wonderful. Uh, and I had us go to Psalm 136 today because I don't know if you heard, but right there at the beginning of Psalm 136 in verse 1, uh, it really answers the question, why should we give thanks to our God? And first of all, he says, well, it, it's because he commands us to. It's not something that it's a suggestion. It's an imperative. It's something that we should be compelled to do, not just because the Lord's told us to do that, but because God has said, the Bible has said that God is worthy of that praise and that honor. And so, uh, he calls us and commands us to it. And Psalm 136 is a song that is absolutely full of the mercy of Jehovah. Uh, the psalm opens and it closes with a, a summons to come and to pray and to adore him and to worship him. The first three verses and the last verse specifically tell you to give thanks. It's a repeated phrase. And I would tell you, my friend, when God's word repeats something, that means that it's very important. Uh, and so that's why it's included here. So the opening call in verse 1, uh, it even gives us the three great names for God just in verse 1. Uh, he says in verse 1, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. The word Lord is in all capitals there. That's that's our Lord's personal name, Yahweh or Jehovah. It's, I pronounce it Yahweh. That is his personal name by which his people know him. And then it says also in verse 2, O give thanks unto the God of gods. That's the word Elohim in Hebrew. That means it's a God of majesty. He is the God that is worthy and much larger than we could ever wrap our minds around. And then in verse 3, O give thanks to the Lord of lords using the word Adonai. It's the word that means master, the one who is to be the one in charge, the king, the one who is worthy of praise. All of these names wrap up to remind us that the dominant thought through all of Psalm 136 is mercy. Uh, and it's shown in the activities of God towards us and what he does. We see his compassion. We see his love in the Bible. We see his tender care in providing a way of salvation. We see him in delivering us from our sins. We see him in a restoration of life and joy and and forgiveness. And all of these things are listed in Psalm 136. And every one of them, my friends, must be met with nothing but praise from our lips. God is worthy of honor and praise. He is worthy to you dedicating uh, your breath to lifting up his name. And to consistently lift up your voice and praise to God is God's will for your life. I can't get some folks to crawl out of bed on Sunday morning just to get to church and sing songs and hear a sermon. Uh, I'm challenging you that that ought to be something that dominates your thought through the entire week. 
that you're attentive to the scriptures, that you are regularly and frequently in your Bible and giving God praise. And I'm going to tell you, if you call yourself a Christian and you're not involved and engaged in a local group of believers, then your Christianity is very suspect to me. Uh, People say, well, I'm a Christian. I trust God. Yeah, but you're not an obedient Christian. God said that part of being an obedient Christian is that we worship the Lord, not just on Sunday, but through all the week. But let's at least start with the Lord's Day being in God's house. Are you fearful? I know there's a lot of fearful people out there that are sick of pan, uh, fearful of pandemics and fearful of, of, uh, of uh, um, uh, other threatening things in the world. Listen, folks. Uh, Let's remember that our God is merciful and he's caring. He is good. His mercy does endure forever. And we have a better home awaiting for us. Oh, I pray that God would be honored and blessed as a result of you listening to this, that today would be a day of praise for you, a day of thanksgiving, a day when you deliberately lift up your voice, not asking for him for anything, but saying, Lord, I want to praise you because you are a God of mercy. You haven't given me what I deserve. You have given me blessing and forgiveness and restoration life worth living. I hope that you can testify to that today. Why don't you let this day be a day of joy to you and lift up your voice and praise you.